You're listening to the Church Around the World podcast, significant news for Christians that will encourage and challenge you. Listen with discernment and pray. The Czech Republic is one of the most developed countries in Central Europe, with a strong tradition of industry and manufacturing. The country has multi-party presidential elections and is a member of the European Union. New expressions of Christianity are springing up and connecting with the younger generation. Dynamic church planting paired with creative ministry has seen much fruit. Czech churches now send missionaries to several countries in Europe and around the world. However, this freedom for the Czechs has too often translated into a moral free-for-all, increasing the incidence of sexual immorality, drug use and depression. Many younger Czechs express antipathy towards established institutions, both governmental and religious. A general shift in the market economy has been positive for the country, but it has placed economic stress on many of the country's most vulnerable groups, especially the elderly. Please pray that Czech Christians reclaim their heritage and demonstrate a new life and that church planting efforts in that country will succeed. Pray that the church can find proper leaders and that the new churches will be free from divisions and within the faith. Nepal's president recently signed a bill making evangelism and conversion to another religion illegal, punishable by up to five years in prison. Religious leaders in Nepal have decried the new law and said it is a step backward for religious freedom. We are deeply saddened that this bill is now law, said Pastor Tanka Subedi, the founding member and chair of Religious Liberty Forum Nepal. A former Hindu kingdom, Nepal is home to an estimated 375,000 Christians. Although Christians were banned from living in Nepal prior to 1960, the country has seen its Christian population triple over the past decade due to conversions, despite the legal threats of recent years. Leaders in Nepal now worry that the new law will restrict religious freedom and target religious minorities. The people of South Sudan have seen violence and conflict for decades. Despite the end of the civil war, challenges remain. Bishop Joseph of the Episcopal Church of South Sudan is working to help bring peace and reconciliation to the people who have survived the conflict. I want people of South Sudan to forgive one another and forget about what is past and begin from the future for building the new country because those who die, we cry for them and we are not going to bring them back. But we want to save the life for those who are still alive. So that is very important for forgiveness to take place. Renk Diocese is a holistic ministry that seeks to meet people's physical needs and to also bring about healing through reconciliation and teaching the truth of the gospel. The church is focusing for education and food security and health care. What the church needs is security. And if there is a security, it can do a lot of things. For example, Tyndale House Foundation bought us the land for agriculture, 1,000 acres. And that 1,000 acres can provide security. Also sponsor some of the students, the seminary, including the level of university. And this is one of the things that is very, very successful. It's a holistic ministry because they cover all life we are doing for people. And that was the message of Jesus for healing people, for consolation, for feeding people and for teaching people.
A study by Lifeway Research revealed that kids who read the Bible growing up are more likely to continue in the faith as adults. The study called Nothing Less, Engaging Kids in a Lifetime of Faith, found that the biggest factor in predicting whether or not a child raised in a Christian home would continue in the faith as an adult was whether or not the child read the Bible regularly growing up. Other influential factors were whether the child spent time in prayer, whether they served in church, whether they listened to Christian music, and whether they participated in mission trips or projects. Researchers surveyed 2,000 Protestant and non-denominational churchgoers for the study, which aimed to learn what parents can do to encourage their children in the faith so that they will remain faithful as adults. A Catholic charity has said that despite victories against the Islamic State terror group, ISIS may still destroy the Christian population in Iraq and Syria unless world leaders make a change. Edward Clancy, director of outreach for Aid to the Church in Need, says that, quote, We have seen drastic reductions in the Christian populations in many nations in the Middle East. Iraq might very well have lost 80% of their native Christian people. Syria might have lost 50%. This is compounded by the fact that Christian families have not been secure enough to have many children. The loss of population and the very low birth rate will put great pressure on the Christian communities. If we do not help these ancient Christian communities, ISIS might very well have lost the battles but won the war." Clancy states that throughout history, whenever Christians have faced terrible odds, great miracles have happened. However, Clancy also suggests that we need not wait for miracles. We can act and should do both. You've been listening to the Church Around the World podcast, significant news for Christians that will encourage and challenge you. For more information about the print version of this program, visit churcharoundtheworld.net. The Church Around the World podcast is brought to you by Tyndale House Publishers. Tyndale. Trusted for life.